What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the movie Scream 6. Here's a quick synopsis. Sister Sam and Tara Carpenter have left the town of Woodsboro and moved to New York City in hopes of a fresh start when a new ghost face killer starts a series of murders. The film stars Melissa Barrera, Jenna Ortega, Courtney Cox, Hayden Panettiere, Mason Gooding, Jasmine Savoy Brown, Dermot Mulroney, Tony Revolori, and Samara Weaving. Standout performances. The best thing going for the rebirth of the Scream franchise has been its two stars, Melissa Barrera and Jenna Ortega. Let's start with Barrera, who plays Sam. Her, along with Anthony Ramos, were the best things about the movie version of In the Heights. And for my money, she has been the best thing in the new Scream films. She plays Sam, the daughter of Billy Loomis, one of the killers in the first movie, played by Skeet Ulrich. She's a complicated character who is afraid of becoming like her father. I don't know how far they are going to go with this character, but I'm intrigued and I like the fact that the character is the opposite of Sydney. Barrera feels like a movie star. Barrera has some exciting films in the works. The one co-starring Riley Keough, Nicholas Holt, and Lana Condor. The collaboration with Paul Bettany and Daniel Bruhl. And an untitled monster movie from Radio Silence. The filmmakers behind the last two screen movies co-starring Dan Stevens and Catherine Newton. Barrera is quickly becoming one of the faces of the horror genre, and I've said it time and time again, the horror genre have been really good to young actresses. The other current Scream Queen, Jenna Ortega, is dominating both movies with X and Scream and television with the hit Netflix series Wednesday. What she's doing feels very Zendaya-esque, and I think it's the right approach for a young actor nowadays to be in both a hit streaming show and then fans will follow you to their movies. In these films, she plays Tara, who wants to act like her life has not changed. She wants to be just a normal person. And in Scream 6, she wants her sister to give her her independence. There has been some recent backlash towards the young star Ortega for her recent comments about Wednesday on Dax Shepard's Armchair Experts podcast. Here's what she said, quote, I don't think I've ever had to put my foot down more on a set in a way that I had to on Wednesday. Everything that Wednesday does, everything I had to play, did not make sense for her character at all. There were times on that set where I even became almost unprofessional in a sense, where I just started changing lines. The script supervisors thought I was going with something, and then I had to sit down with the writers and they'd be like, wait, what happened to that scene? And I'd have to go and explain why I couldn't do certain things. This has led to many people saying that Ortega does not respect writers enough which I don't agree with. I listened to this podcast and she had no ill will towards anyone. I feel like she has super high standards and did not expect for Wednesday to become the project that has turned her into a household name. People need to realize how hard it is for a young person to deal with modern fame. It was recently announced that Ortega will be a cast member of Beetlejuice 2 from Tim Burton who directed four episodes of Wednesday along with 
with Michael Keaton, Winona Ryder, Catherine O'Hara, Willem Dafoe, and Justin Theroux, where she will be playing the daughter of Lydia, played by Winona Ryder. Ortega will also be starring in the latest film from director Trey Edward Schultz with The Weeknd and Barry Keoghan. Obviously, I'm really curious about Beetlejuice 2. I have faith in Tim Burton that he wouldn't do a sequel to one of his beloved films unless it was necessary and felt worthy of its predecessor. There are two big elements that make Scream 6 vastly different than the first five Scream movies. The first being that this is the first Scream movie without Nev Campbell's Sidney Prescott. Campbell decided not to appear in the movie due to a contractual dispute and I'm completely on Nev Campbell's side. Like it or not, she is the signature face of these movies, and if you want her to be in them, you should pay up no matter how big a role she plays in the plot. It's like how Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man made a boatload of money for a small appearance in Spider-Man Homecoming. Campbell deserves that kind of treatment. The directors of Scream 6 have stated they want Campbell back for a potential seventh movie. I hope it happens. This is the second big franchise this year to have a sequel without its original star. The first one being Creed 3 that was without Sylvester Stallone as Rocky. We all want better endings for these iconic characters. The other major change in Scream 6 is the setting. The sixth Scream movie takes place in New York instead of Woodsboro and I gotta be honest, it didn't make a whole lot of difference. Many people were making a big deal about this. Oh, this is going to be the best Scream movie because it takes place in New York City. This felt like a Scream movie in both good ways and not so good ways. It just felt a little bit more of the same. The setting really had no impact on me whatsoever. The way this movie was similar to the other five films was how it commented on pop culture and the horror genre overall. I think the most interesting thing this movie explored is the idea that in today's world you are guilty until proven innocent, especially online, and that's what Barrera Sam is dealing with throughout the movie. Most people believe she is a stone-cold killer even though they don't have the facts. The rumor is everything, and that rumor is is going to make people believe that even if it's not true. I found that idea in the movie to be very realistic that we would look at somebody who was the daughter of a serial killer and imagine her being a serial killer herself like that is something I could see playing out in real life. One thought I had after watching this movie is is the Scream franchise the kind of franchise that should have a movie every year? The last film was the first in over a decade and this one comes a year after after the last one. In the future, I want more time in between movies. Maybe have a Scream film every three years because they do kind of feel all of the same. I get it. It's fun to watch a really good slasher film, which Scream 6 is, and it's fun to think about who the killer is, but it can get really old really fast, especially if you give us three or four films in the span of six years. I mean, I think that's what happened with the original Scream films. Screams 1, 2, and 3 had very little distance between one another, so they started to all feel the same. Scream 5 
felt very unique because we hadn't seen a Scream movie in over a decade. What we are all learning in pop culture this past decade is there can be too much of a good thing. We're seeing too much Marvel movies. We're seeing too much Star Wars. I think we might get to a point where we see too much Scream. And I know we all love Scream. We've all grown up with Scream. All the Scream movies are really good for the most part. I really liked Scream 6. But I do wish there was more time in between the movies. Make me want more of it. Make me miss them. That's what Scream 5 had. We were missing Scream. There hadn't been a Scream movie in the longest time. We hadn't seen Courtney Cox for over a decade. We hadn't seen Nev Campbell in over a decade. They were introducing new characters. It didn't feel like the same old, same old. And I understand what the counter argument would be, that the idea is that the Scream movie is supposed to comment on what happened the last Scream movie. I get that, that these movies in a sense make sense for them to come every other year or whatever. I just feel like this is a franchise that could use more distance in between the movies. I don't want to wait 10 years for the next Scream movie, but I could wait three years. I will say I find nostalgia in horror to be a very weird thing, and very few horror movies rely on nostalgia. I mean, Scream is one of those movies that you want to watch them because they have beloved characters in them. But most horror films are not that. Most horror movies are one-offs. A scary slasher movie and then you never see them again. Scream is a franchise the same way that the Halloween films are a franchise. Nostalgia and horror, I don't know if they always mix well together. But I would argue that it's obviously worked for Scream. People like these movies. People want to see these movies because of the past history of the Scream franchise. Just look at the fact that Hayden Panettiere can come back to these movies after over a decade and it works. I don't care what's happened to the character. I don't know if it makes sense that she's still alive after what happened in Scream 4 but I'm happy to see her. I thought she was good in the movie. I think that works because of the history of Scream. Other horror franchises are not as successful as the Scream franchise. I don't know if I'm alone in this thought but I never usually care who actually is Ghostface. I care more about the characters. Like Scream 1 and Scream 2, I just wanted to watch Nev Campbell. I think this movie has always been about the main characters. Like these last two movies for me have been about Melissa Barrera and Jenna Ortega. I could care less who the killer is. Usually, it doesn't really work on me who the killer is. It's going to have some connection to the story. It's going to make sense. But usually, that's not what I'm in it for. I'm in it for the character development. I'm in it for the fact that they always choose wisely who should be the lead of these films. And the opening scenes are always incredible. I mean, you go back to that original scene with Drew Barrymore that still holds up. This movie has an incredible opening scene with Samara Weaver. Like, that could be a movie in and of itself. I could watch Samara Weaving be in a Scream movie. That's what's been always interesting about the Scream films, is that there's so many characters that you'd want to follow that could have their own movie. That's something that Scream has that a lot of slasher movies don't have. Scream makes you care about the victims. They give you the perspective of the victim itself. A lot of slasher movies are in the perspective of the slasher character. 
character themselves and the secondary characters that are getting killed off you have no relationship to them you watch Samara Weaving in this movie get killed spoiler alert it's a screen movie it's going to happen that scene gets you to care about that character and also humanizes that character within the screen movie itself I mean that moment for Drew Barrymore in the first screen movie is still one of the top three moments she's ever had as an actress she's barely in that movie but that's one of the movies she's going to be most remembered for and that's something I've always loved about the Scream franchise is that the secondary characters that are getting killed off matter. I do want to talk more about the Sam character because I am conflicted about the fact that she is Billy Loomis's daughter. On the one hand I think that's a great element of the story. This character that's conflicted, this character that a lot of people believe is a serial killer all because her father was a serial killer. What bothers me about it is you're kind of playing with the idea that she could become the, a serial killer because she isn't afraid of killing someone. Then maybe she almost enjoys killing the bad guys too much. And I think that's an interesting character element. I think that works. I think that's effective. When you see her kill someone, you're like, oh, is she enjoying this maybe too much? Because that's in the back of your mind that this person who is good in the movie likes killing people that's a bit of a problem but I asked earlier in the podcast how far are they willing to take it like do you believe at some point that Sam herself is actually going to become Ghostface is that where this is all headed if not then what's the point of the whole arc of the character like that would be such a creative swing for this franchise to turn one of their beloved leads into Ghostface themselves like that's a believable story I think that would be an effective story and I think that's what I want moving further I want them to explore this idea that this character enjoys killing people and the trauma of being a part of the last two movies is going to turn this person into Ghostface does that make this person a bad person I think that's a complicated thought for a studio horror franchise, but it's something I want the Scream movies to explore moving forward. And one of the biggest reasons why I believe this franchise should take that risk and make Melissa Barrera Sam Ghostface is because you also have Jenna Ortega. You have two faces to this franchise right now, so you can turn one of them into Ghostface while still having a movie star at the lead of your movie. Like, I think that would be such a great creative risk like they never could have turned Sidney Prescott into Ghostface because Nev Campbell was the sole lead of these movies now you have two leads I say all that to say this that's what I want to happen do I think that's going to happen absolutely not like I don't think they're going to turn one of their beloved lead characters into Ghostface themselves like I and I understand why they wouldn't do it also like it would be too easy oh so the daughter of Billy Loomis is a serial killer all because people thought she was a serial killer in the first place like that would be a little too easy at this point as well but they've kind of put themselves in a the corner they have to do something with this character I don't think you can keep doing the same thing movie after movie oh we think Sam is the killer because of her father you can't do that in the next movie at some point this idea is going to come to a halt and again personally I think the most interesting thing for them to do is 
is to turn her into Ghostface. Also, with the return of Hayden Panettiere, now you're wondering who else could they bring back from the franchise? There's a lot of talk about bringing back Matthew Lillard. Now, Matthew Lillard is one of the best parts about the first Scream film. I would absolutely love a return for his character. I mean, that guy gave his absolute best performance. I know we make fun of him because he's shaggy from Scooby-Doo, but absolutely bring that guy back if you want to. I would not be mad about that at all. But Lillard has been very outspoken about how Nev Campbell should have gotten paid for Scream 6, so my guess is that guy isn't going to be in one of these movies unless they resolve the issue with Nev Campbell. Yes, it's great to see the old faces come back to the Scream movies, but it's also great to see new faces. Like, I love the fact that Tony Revolori from the Wes Anderson and the Spider-Man movies was in Scream 6, and I love that Samara Weaving was in Scream 6. These are two new faces. Like, that's what the Scream franchise is. It's a movie for young people. Adam Brody, Emma Roberts was in Scream 4. How is none of the people from Euphoria in this movie? Give me Jacob Elordi or Sidney Sweeney in a Scream movie immediately, even if it's for just one second. Like, that's when I think Scream is at its best. Scream 2 had Joshua Jackson when he was on Dawson's Creek. Like, this is a franchise made by teenagers, so get the people that are in the most popular teen shows and get them in Scream 7 immediately. Isn't Finn Wolfhard showing up in a Scream movie inevitable anyway? Make it happen while he's on Stranger Things. Overall, Scream 6 is a very good Scream movie, but is it the best Scream movie? No. I would rank it as the fourth best movie behind Scream, Scream 2, and Scream 5. And that just sounds like a diss, but it's not. It's just those other free films are excellent. I am not someone who believes every sequel needs to be better than the last. The track record for Scream is better than most franchises, and Scream is arguably the most consistent horror franchise of all time. And I find it super impressive that fans still care about these movies. Think about this. Scream 6 made $169 million at the box office, more than $30 million more than Scream 5, so fans still care about these movies, which is rare, and the fact that the quality is consistent is even rarer. It's also one of those franchises that's kind of hard to say when it should end. Like, what would be the perfect ending for Scream? I don't know how it should end, so that's why it kind of makes sense that it's kind of this never-ending thing that keeps going. As long as they can come up with quality plots and pick the right actors and filmmakers, then they should keep going. I see no reason why Scream should end anytime soon. Again, I want to reiterate this. I do desperately want Nev Campbell to return for Scream 7 and beyond. If she's still alive in these films, she should appear in these films, and this franchise should pay their star accordingly. Like, she deserves to be in these movies. If you want her in these movies, you should pay up to have her in these movies. It makes absolutely no sense why Courtney Cox is still in these movies 
and Nev Campbell isn't. I hope this franchise resolves that issue because it is one of the biggest mistakes of the franchise to not have Nev Campbell in these movies. And that one sentence where Sidney is okay that Courtney Cox character says seems ridiculous. Like we need more of Sidney. It can't end like that. That can't be the last moment with Sidney Prescott. That character deserves a perfect ending and I have hopes that she's going to get one sooner rather than later. But in the meantime, as long as Jenna Ortega and Melissa Barrera are starring in these movies, I'm going to be one of the first in lines to see them. I'm a huge fan of these two young stars. I think they are going to be major movie stars and main fixtures within the horror genre. It's insane that after all these years, the Scream movies are still the most popular mainstream horror films, and I don't see that run ending anytime soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I highly recommend you check out Scream 6. And next week on the podcast, I'm talking about the movie Blackberry, starring Jay Baruchel and Glenn Howerton. So tune into that, and please rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe.